Hello, Pop-Tarts, and welcome to Gilmore, a podcast where two adult women who know way too much about Gilmore Girls discuss each episode one by one. I'm Rachel. And I'm Lindsay. We're here at our local library, and Woo. shout out to libraries, and today we're talking about season one, episode 18, The Third Lorelei. Yay! Yay! So, Lindsay and I were saying how kind of now the rest of the season is just fun. Good ready downhill. to have fun, Pop-Tarts. Yeah, good downhill slope. So <laughs> We say that now and watch next yeah, week we'll oh, yeah. like screaming at something <laughs> in well, here. Well, if nothing else, Dean is gone for a bit, so yeah, we get a little true. reprieve from him. Uh, um, so why don't you go ahead and recap it, and then we'll get into it. Okay, so Gran is visiting. Mm-hmm. Gran is Richard's mom, so she is Rory's great-grandmother, Lorelai's grandmother. Um, and so she is in town, and Emily and Gran do not get along. <laughs> she's super. She's like super mean to Emily, mm-hmm, and so there's mm-hmm. all sorts of like conversations and situations where they just get at each other. But the kind of storyline with Gran is that she comes in town, and she hears about Lorelai borrowing money for Rory's school, and she gets upset by that. She doesn't like loans, and so she wants to give Rory a trust fund, but mm-hmm. do it early so mm-hmm. she can access the money, pay for school. Emily flips out about that, and then there's this whole fight with Rory or with Lorelai, and then um, it just ends up going sideways, and it doesn't end up happening. Um, the other kind of plot in here is that Rory has a school project and things are super awkward with Tristan and Tristan and Paris and Madeline Louise and all the whole usual of course they're all together the typical again yep. suspects <laughs> are all in the same group together yep. and so things are weird with Rory and Tristan so she tries to talk Tristan into asking out Paris mm-hmm. so he does but then he decides he just wants to be friends which he then proceeds to tell Paris about that and also tell Paris that Rory is the one who made the recommendation Mm -hmm. and so then there's this huge blowout with Paris and Rory Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where we wrap up the episode did you know a butt model makes ten thousand dollars a day what do you do when you're a butt model do you like right yeah because there's I guess lots of ways that that could be construed like I know that sometimes actors have like like a a butt double a butt double Mm -hmm. so that's yeah butt double or is it like yeah what makes you specifically a butt model yeah like I as a woman I have bought underwear before. And I was so going to say, age, as a woman, I have a butt. As, <laughs> I do have a butt. And I've also bought underwear before. I don't I do not not wear underwear and not buy underwear. Um, and I don't make underwear. So I have to buy it. And so my, like, internet algorithm has, like, mm-hmm. hey, Soma Intimates or whatever company. Yeah. So there is, like, underwear advertisement. Yeah. And they're butt-focused sometimes. Like, yeah, I mean, I this I'm yeah, I think of, the spicy one, like a like victorious, but you're like a lingerie model because you probably have the body that would also be bras and other things. So, like a specific butt model. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This, Do you only advertise the the bottom back <laughs> part of yeah. the underwear? Like, yeah. or is it like? Yeah, a, a butt lunch, double. A butt double. Mm-hmm. Like, what does she mean by butt model? I don't know, but it's a good pay. Yeah, I. I mean. I don't know that I exactly have the qualifications oh, for I certainly a butt don't. model. I mean, I have a butt. That's but where it, that qualification is. Like, I end. have a butt, and I'm willing to let someone <laughs> pay pictures. me to advertise something with it for $10,000. Yeah. Like, great. Yeah. Cool. So, sponsors, call in now. So, if you happen to sell things that you need a butt model for um, and need a middle aged butt for it, I am happy to. Huh, provide said. I put but. middle-aged in your head because two weeks ago I said you were middle-aged and you even got though, mad. Even though I'm not middle-aged, you know. I don't call my. I don't consider myself middle-aged. But for the for the yeah. category Upper, of who probably lower should, middle-aged <laughs> should be modeling underwear, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and put myself in the. 
there's a specific market for my butt. (laughs) (laughs) That's a quote. There's a specific market for my butt. Um, Okay, so I love... (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay lost it. She's still laughing. That's good. I that's good. This is a good this is a good start for a fun episode. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, okay, you were gonna say something. I don't know. It's fine. Um oh I was just gonna say the cold open in this one is really good mm-hmm. because not only that whole like everyone's awfully quiet tonight. Sorry, Mom, I'm just tired. Me too. School, work, life. Dig it, man. Peace out, Humphrey. They don't want to talk because they're tired thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the whole God lives in London. Long distance. God? London. God lives in London? My mother lives in London. Your mother is God? Lorelei. So God is a woman. Lorelei. And a relative. That's so cool. I'm going to totally ask for favors. Oh my gosh. Love that, that run is so good. Like, I realized this episode and the next episode, it's not just one person saying a funny thing. It's mm-hmm. funny interactions, mm-hmm. which is just great. Well, and especially because Lorelai, like everyone else is like unresponsive and she just mm-hmm. is like continuing on <laughs> with the this, bit. like having mm-hmm. this conversation with everybody, but basically with herself. Oh yeah, for it sure. Just is so and then funny. she brings it back. I still can't get over that I'm related to God. It's going to make getting Madonna tickets so much easier. And I love the where... Make her stop. Oh, that I could. Um, so where do you want to start? So I actually, my first note in that scene, it's mm-hmm. in that same scene, I got really curious about the floral budget at the Gilmore house. Oh, yeah, because she always has fresh flo- well, flowers. So I... Which is super cool, I Pause think. one shot. Okay. You can see seven floral, fresh floral arrangements. Really? Holy cow. Including three massive ones. Can you see into kind of the foyer area? The, the foyer o- area? Only one of the arrangements is not in the actual dining room. So it's okay. the so, giant but, one But in the there's foyer. six in the dining room? Yeah, there's oh my a gosh. giant okay. one in the foyer. And then there are, there's this huge one on the table. Yeah. And then there's another huge one in the corner. And then there's a small one of tulips, like kind of back to the left of Emily. And then there's three other small ones. Oh my gosh. And I was like, fresh flowers oh, yeah. are insanely expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And if just this room Especially arranged. Well, exactly. Like, like you know that Emily these are may getting, or may not arrange them herself, but I absolutely doubt not. that she does. These are getting delivered. Oh yeah. And they're getting delivered on like a regular rotation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like what is the floral budget? Just just the floral budget line item. Like no yeah. wonder you can't afford to go to France except for in the, <laughs> except for every other year cuz you're spending all your money on flowers. I know. If each of those, let's just say conservatively, if each of those arrangements are what? Like 100 bucks? Sure. That's pretty low, but... Maybe you get a discount when you get that many. So that's $700 right in that scene. And flowers don't last that long. Is it weekly? Probably once a week at least. That's not including the drink room. That's not including the bedrooms. A lot. The floral budget is completely insane. Okay, so my first note is about continuity. Okay. And it's just annoying because it's all in one episode. I mean, again, we kind of forgive some of this stuff, but this is, okay, so supposedly Gran last visited when Lorelai was 12. Yes. Is what Emily says in the basement. Yeah, you were 12. Then Lorelai makes a comment about, don't you think the hat rack could have moved in the past five years? Which either means they got it five years ago. But did they take a picture of it for Gran and send it to her and say, here's where the hat... Because how would Gran know where it was five years ago? Well, because we know that Gran sends you a gift and tells you exactly where to put it. Okay, so So. that one... But then also, 
when Gran and Lorelai see each other, she says you were in your teens. It just, in one script, just feels like a lot of weirdness around when was the last time Gran was here? Maybe they don't know. Maybe they just, <laughs> like, they Gran is so traumatizing that they block it out every time she comes to visit her. They and they just her. freak out and they're like, I guess she's here. Let's deal with she's it. Here and now. then, okay. And then I also think the other weird thing, but again, on this watch, I kind of understood more what it meant, was when Lorelai is explaining Gran to Rory and she says she didn't like to travel. When we know later, she loved to travel. She loves to travel. But I think maybe what she means in that moment is once she was in London and Grandpa had once died, she was, alone. she was settled and she didn't want to travel to see family. Mm -hmm. So, which is also weird maybe because she didn't she, like to travel alone. Right, right. Or like yearly for Christmas. So mm -hmm. they had to go to her. I don't know. Anyway, grand inconsistencies, but grand inconsistencies. we'll forgive it. Cause what do you, how do you feel about grand? I am obsessed with grand, <laughs> I love grand. as much as like, she's also she's awful, horrible. Like, she's very much. It's so weird. She's very much an Emily character. She's horrible. Like, she's horrible, but you love her. But I, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I love grand so much. I love the scene in the basement. Yeah, me too. When Emily's losing her mind. <laughs> it's just like that woman. No warnings, no discussion. Then out of the blue, I'm coming next week. Oh my gosh, the whole thing with the dogs. Or you just get tired of waking up every morning with those horrifying animals staring at you. She's just upset. Stop talking to the dogs. You and I, I've texted you. It's so funny. Pop-Tarts. Oh, so yeah. Lindsay and I will randomly text each other Gilmore Girls things all the time. And like two years ago, I went to a... Japanese gardens that's kind of local and they have these I'll we'll probably post on Instagram they have these statues that are literally flying naked angel butts like not the whole not just, not the, just butt. the butt <laughs> It's not like a butt model. It's not a situation. butt model. But it's an angel and they're naked and, and you can, can see, see their, their butts. butts. And so it's so funny. Two years ago, boyfriend and I went and I texted Lindsay a picture and said, stupid naked angels with their butts. And then like just this past summer, I did the same exact text like same picture with the same words and kind of then was like oh I just sent you this two years ago <laughs> I don't care yeah I because I will post it because it literally is stupid naked, stupid naked, naked angel butts. butts like that's exactly what it's it is so great stupid naked angels with their butts so yeah I love that whole scene and when she loses it about the dogs and like Lorelai again it's the same yeah. thing as like the god thing she's like, just, she's just doing, her bit. doing her bit with the dogs <laughs> To herself, for herself, mm -hmm, which is what makes mm -hmm. it so great. Yeah. I love the awkwardness between Rory and Tristan. I think it is really funny. Like, yeah. they're like being strange about it, around yeah. each other and they like bump elbows bump, and yeah. yeah. And they're just super weird about it. It's mm -hmm. delightful. The whole scene at Chilton when they're working on the project is so, it just makes me laugh. There's lots of little bitty pieces that mm -hmm. make me giggle. Henry VIII started a new church when the old one wouldn't allow divorce. He also cut off his wife's head. Is he still your role model? It's so fast and so funny mm -hmm. and it's so Paris to like shut something down like that. I get so mad at Tristan when he tries, when Rory tries to talk to him about it and he's like, what, like he just acts like a butthole. See, like, I don't read weird. it that way. That's funny. And I don't read it that way. He's just being like too cool for school. I think in yeah. that conversation, it just makes me crazy. Cause I'm like, can you just talk to her like a normal person, Tristan? And then he, he finally kind of does like they, when the, once they're sitting down, he's at least, well, yeah. they're at least having a normal conversation. But when she first tries to yeah. approach him, he's like such a butthole about it. He's like, yeah. what do you mean? And she's like, Oh my gosh, can you not? Yeah. It just makes me crazy. Two things that, that make me mad is I don't like that. Rory tells Tristan that Paris likes him. Oh yeah, because in high school, it's, that's uh, it's super obvious, but it's not hers to. Yeah, tell. but ever, but also everybody loves Tristan. So mm -hmm. like, and Tristan thinks people love him who even don't, aka Rory. Mm -hmm. So it's like I just don't love that Rory did that, and it mm -hmm. kind of feels like she wouldn't do that because it's not that it's a big secret, but also, 
I don't, yeah, it's not her place to tell. And then I also hate at the end when Tristan tells Paris that Rory told him. It's like, can you all just keep your mouth shut? I get super mad about that because it's like, he knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So this is just another time when Tristan uses Paris for Rory. Like, oh yeah. I see. I didn't think of it that way, but you're right. The only reason he says yes to the date is because Rory suggested Mm. it, which is super weird. Like Rory, stay out of it. You know, you know that Tristan and Paris are a terrible match. Oh yeah. They are not like, he can't handle her. He can't, he doesn't deserve her. He doesn't her. deserve her. Even though and, Paris is Paris, he doesn't deserve her. Yeah. And like, she's not going to have patience for him and he's flighty. Like she's not, he's not going to live up to her standards no. all those things. And so, you know, they're a bad match. You knew mm-hmm. this, but you said it because like, I guess you wanted to be nice to Paris, but like, that's kind of cruel if you know that they're not going to work and you know what kind of guy Tristan is. Mm-hmm. And then Tristan only does it because he wants to, because he wants to like impress Rory or like. So something. Yeah. Or have Rory. some kind of common, yeah, getting, common ground or conversation or something. And so he's using Paris to do that because mm-hmm. he's like, I'll go out with Paris like once if it means like Rory's going to look at me mm-hmm. in a different light. Mm-hmm. Then he like crushes Paris and then he goes and says like, well, Rory suggested it. Like he doesn't know that that's going to make Paris crazy. I know. Like you are cruel and you're dumb and you don't deserve either of these women. Well, and I also don't like, and maybe this is like, this is high school hat, but I don't like that he kissed her. We don't know what kind of kiss it was, but Paris says it was a great kiss, which makes me think it wasn't just like a kiss on the cheek. Mm -hmm. Like it was probably a kiss, which just drives me crazy because it's like, yeah, like everything you just said, he likes Rory. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like Paris. He knows Paris likes him. But Why ki- would you kiss her? Like because that's such a lead on. Because kissing to Tristan isn't a, isn't like he kisses. But again, to time. me, it's just more of him being a jerk. Considering oh, totally. the situation with Paris, it's like come on. Like and then for him to be all like, oh yeah, I know you had a really good time. It was fine as friends. It's like you don't kiss your friends, Tristan. Mm-hmm. Like it just. He had like a little bit of redemption. Kind well, he was of for me, Paris on because it's fun for him. In the yeah, in the middle, and then at the end again, I was like, oh, again, here we are with Tristan being the a whole butt. thing with Tristan and Paris. And it's is like dumb. I also think, but the but again, I'm an adult. In case you. <laughs> In case we didn't notice. I mean, you tell it, we tell people every single week. That's what I'm saying, in case you didn't know. But I'm saying, like, I tried to put on the high school hat with him saying, like, even though I like somebody else. And I just was thinking, why would you keep liking Rory? You know, you have no shot with her. She has no interest in you. But I guess when you're in. You can't really control that. You can't control it when you're in high school. It's like this all encompass. You don't have also the rationale to go, I'm a dirtbag and she's a good person and she doesn't want anything to do with me. So anyway, Tristan sucks. That's just kind of that. And then, of course, now we're backwards now because Paris and Rory now are enemies again. I know. And that makes me so mad. Tristan, stay out of it. Although, like, Rory had to know that this was a bad idea. If this came out that Rory had participated Mm -hmm. in this, Paris was going to lose her mind. Yeah. The whole thing is a bad idea. And again, even if you want to just uh, suggest it, you don't have to say Paris is crazy about you. Just suggest it. Like, again, that's overstepping, but you don't have to then add on to it how Paris feels about it. Anyway. I need the hat rack. Okay. Also, do you call it a hat rack or a coat rack? They call it both, but she initially says hat rack. Yeah, because it's for coats. And I'm like, I, have, I don't know that I've ever heard a ha- like the term hat rack. And I think... Because a, ha- a hat rack would w- hang on the wall. Well, I think a hat rack is also a coat rack, but it would have like extra stuff at the top. Yeah, I have one. I have a pink one at my house that has a hat that has hat and coat hangers, but Mm -hmm. it's like, 
just to call it a hat rack to me is so weird. Mm-hmm. But do you, you like it with the? I think it has stupid naked angels on. I on did. It with I their wrote. Butts. There's chairs on the <laughs> coat rack. Not so. It's neither dragons nor, nor weasels. Yeah, it is. It's actually it's babies. Cherubs. Yeah. There's a lot of cherubs. Oh yeah. There's cherubs all over this show. Yeah. But particularly this episode. Yeah. Stupid naked angel butts. Yeah. Like she should have remembered. She just lost her mind about other angel butts. She I should know. have remembered that this has it. Yeah. Too. Right. We've talked about calling things used versus like oh yeah leftover. Or yeah. hand me down. Once again, used comes up. It's, mm-hmm. You gave me a used present. Right. It's like not a secondhand present. You re gifted. re-gifted yes. It's, you <laughs> gave us a used present. And she's like, it's still in the crate, which is funny because, yeah, it's usually Emily getting mad about the thing being used. I know. And in this case, she's defending it. Like, it was fine. We didn't use it. I do love when they're driving with the mm-hmm. co rack. I mean, it's super mean. But oh, it how is. How yeah. happy Lorelai <laughs> is at the prospect of seeing her mother miserable because she know. knows what they're getting into. I know. And she's just laughing to herself, and Roy gets so frustrated. But that the face that she makes in the mm-hmm. car is Giggling. so yeah. funny. It's so odd too to think that really Gran and Emily, as I said earlier, are basically kind of the same person. Mm-hmm. Which and, is why Richard probably want like loves right Emily. exactly. But at the same time, is it's like. Emily has no awareness of, oh, when I treat people this way, this is how it feels. Yeah, it's so unaware. Gran's a little nastier, Gran is, but... Gran is just straight nasty, says yeah. what she wants. And that's what makes her so funny. Because mm-hmm. there's other scenes later where she's just so funny and other people's reactions to her is hysterical. But I love when we first meet her, she's like... If I wanted to look, I would look. I haven't looked. Therefore, you must draw your own conclusions. Everything she says is great. It's so great. Basically, but that's yeah. like the first thing we mm-hmm. find out about her. I love Gran. I also love when she says... Gilmores don't have headaches. Our heads are perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she also comments, I think we've said this, she comments just like Richard did that they're tall. Yeah. That Rory and Lorelai are tall. It's like, like is that if someone's tall? Like Which again, which is which is funny because Richard is a giant. Richard is so tall. He's like six five. Yeah, or and so compared it's He's not they're not of course that they're t- gonna be tall. But not only that, they're average ish. They're not like they're not yeah. six foot. It's so funny. Um, also, what do you think of her being called Trix? I was going to write that. Do you think it's weird to have a pet name for a parent? If it's Trix, absolutely. That sounds very strange. We know her name is Lorelai, so it's not even like something that goes along with Lorelai. Like, where did you get Trix from? Yeah, so I have a context for this. Okay. So my dad okay. used to call his mom Bird. Okay. And I never understood why, but I always thought, like, that's a weird... It's like a pet name that feels weird. I would say the closest is my sister and I, and I might cut this out because it makes us sound crazy, but my sister and I both like have called our you mom. You and your sister are crazy, but in like really great ways. <laughs> we would call our mom, like still sometimes we will, but mostly it's mom. But like we'll say, we used to say Mamacita. There's a Christmas song called Donde Esta Santa Claus. Mamacita. Donde Esta Santa Claus. We just used to think that was funny. Mm-hmm. So we would sometimes say that. And then we also but would. that still is mom. Close to mom. We would also it, call it her. It is mom. Mommy. We also would call her um, mumsy because yeah. I think their mom's in. Still like has Still mom close in it. to mom. Still so, has mom in it. So not tricks. That, not bird. Not, that's what I'm saying. Not, so nope. a version of mom. Like they call her Gran and that's not weird because that's a version of grandma. I think it's when it moves from like this is just what I call my mom to like. A pet name? 
yeah. it becomes strange to well, me. Well, I just wonder where it came from, and we never really get that. Nope. Tricks, tricks is very weird. Yeah, tricks. So, also, do you, or do you call your mother-in-law, or did you call your mother-in-law mom? I didn't. But um, I don't think it would have been weird if I would have. Okay. Like, I know people that do that. that are Because Emily does. Because I know. And, yeah, I think it's also, like, a generational thing because mm. a lot of the um, women I interact with at work, when they talk about their mother-in-laws, they say mom. Um, oh, okay. So I don't, I don't think it's, like, across the board. But I've heard it plenty of times yeah. where it's not strange. I mean, I know. It's, I, I don't have a judgment on it. I just think it's I a preference. What I wild but. is, like... I would only do that if I felt close enough to that person to call them mom. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't like out of obligation call them mom. Right, right. And so it feels super weird. <laughs> the fact that Emily does that it. Emily does it because like it has to be like a proper polite generational right. thing. Otherwise, like she would yeah. she would call her like demon lady yeah. or something. Yeah. Or Richard's mother. Like yeah. not even by her name. And that's why and I think that's why it does stand out to me because in that dynamic it feels weird for her to call her mom because mm-hmm. it's like you don't like each other at all. At all. It's like it's like not, and it's reciprocal. Like it's, neither of them like each it's other. It's not veiled. It's right. like very clear. <laughs> veiled, yeah. Yeah, so, so maybe that so that's I think why I notice it is because it's like you call her mom? You don't even mm, like each other. No. And I, that whole that scene is just so great. Like the way the deadpan way Emily says headache, she's like headache. Like <laughs> yeah. just so deadpan. And the nuts. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's so the, way, the cheese, like, all of it. Ev- like about 50% of the time when I see cheese, in mm-hmm. my head, I go, Is this cheese? Yes, it is. Am I supposed to eat that cheese? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Gran, whoever, I don't know the name of the actress. I don't know Marian Ross. what level. She was on Happy Days. She was the mom on Happy oh, Days. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I don't know what level of, like, affectation she had to right. take on or if they to told do her. this. If she just kind of created this character. But yeah. it, her, her Gran it's phenomenal. is perfect it is it it's is perfect. so good which also makes me wonder like richard it's so funny because richard is as we've talked about not super pompous or air i mean there are elements of him that are kind of mm-hmm. rich person ish whatever but i'm saying it's weird that that's his mom mm-hmm. and we i think we get the information which again seems um also hold on i'm having a thought um <laughs> It happens every once in a while. I was going to say, we get conflicting information later about when Richard's dad when dies. When Richard's dad dies, yeah, because it's like she raised me on her own. And then he then, says something about it was his first handmade suit when she when he died. And then we get the information in this one that it's like he died as an adult or, you know, Richard was already married. So anyway, I guess that doesn't matter. And then she matter, moved but. to, yeah, she moved to Europe or whatever. But yeah. then, like, so then if he died when Richard was young, then did Richard grow up in London? But yeah. Then, like, that's I think not this, the information I think this is the wrong information because it's so early. But all that to say, Richard spent considerable obvious time with his mother and he mm. doesn't seem to have really picked up a lot of her craziness and the f- or nastiness too and the fact that he find he doesn't find it offensive is he weird it, too he, he, he like finds it delightful he finds almost. it delightful that she's so mean to his wife which is also yeah which isn't great so like i don't love that one of my one thing i really really like about gran and this is actually like not a for funniness sake it's actually legitimate it seems like despite the fact that the scandal happened, which is kind of what the word she uses for Laura, like getting mm, pregnant mm-hmm. with Rory. Right. 
It seems like she kind of admires and is proud of Lorelai because she's like, how do you provide for this child? I've always hated scandal. However, I've always appreciated self-sufficiency. You can tell that Grant is really, really proud of Lorelai. Yeah, oh, for sure. In spite of and potentially because of the fact that she overcame this thing that could have, like, gone really badly, but instead because Lorelai was willing to work really hard and become this strong, independent woman, Mm -hmm. you can tell Gran is like, even if she's like, I can't be all the way openly proud about Mm -hmm. this because of the scandal and the fact that it happened and tarnished her name potentially. She's actually really proud of Lorelai. Oh yeah. And And I think she respects it. Yeah. And it's funny too, is I was just thinking about how much Gran doesn't like Emily, which again, we're not going to get too much into the future, but there are things that happen later. I mean, it's consistent, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, that Emily and Grant don't get along. But we find out more information later that gives us the idea that really she also has never liked her. So it's interesting to have this stuff now from the very beginning that they don't get along, knowing what we know later, mm-hmm. I guess, basically. I, I just, that makes me really happy that she still likes Lorelai. Well, especially somebody so tough as Grant, mm-hmm. like to respect Lorelai and... It's just, and yeah, it would be easy for Grant to just be mean to Lorelai too. And it's funny because I actually, that's what, that's why I was thinking is because I think Grant's kind of snippiness to Lorelai is more when Lorelai's personality is just doesn't fit the mold of proper and prim mm-hmm. and whatever. It's more like when she says like, that's enough jokes for tonight or whatever. But I think she also kind of likes Lorelai's jokes. Cause she, yeah. 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 Cause she's the one she's like, that was a joke. Yes, it is. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so their dynamic is very cute. And, um, oh gosh, it's just all the zingers from Grand. Very good, young lady. We all believed you. Oh my gosh, <laughs> just, I would prefer Emily not be in charge of the drop off. And then she just goes to the table and, like, just makes the, the stink that Grand consistently mm-hmm. will put up about mealtime starting yes. at a specific yes. time. And we all know Emily is super regimented about mealtimes. Oh, for sure, meal yeah. Times. The stink that Grand puts <laughs> up about mealtimes consistently throughout mm-hmm. the show is so And it's just funny. another way to dig at Emily, oh, too. It's like another thing to be like, you're not doing it the way I want to do it. Oh, my it. gosh, absolutely. Okay, let's talk about the trust fund. I have some okay. thoughts. Oh, yeah. So, I have some trust fund notes. Okay, this again, I cannot take credit for. There was somebody on our Instagram, actually, who made the point about this. And I forgive me, I don't remember their name. I could look it up. They made the point that would Lorelai have gotten a trust fund? What, like, was Lorelai in line for a trust fund? Or why didn't she get a trust fund? Probably, like, Maybe because of the scandal. But, like, yeah, you'd think Lorelai would have a trust fund. If, if I mean, pre, yeah, before Rory, because... She's, she's going to inherit money from Gran, right? Okay, I can't find who did it, so forgive me, Pop-Tarts, um, if it was you. But somebody, yeah, somewhere either a comment on one of our posts or, or messaged us and said something about Lorelai getting a trust fund. So that's a good point, because... And maybe, I, I kind of thought, yeah, maybe it was, like nixed once she got pregnant but Mm -hmm. still seems weird well Um, because it might not have been set up yet um because they're not they're just now she's just because it's usually like 20 she said 25 well that's when you get it you set it up when they're a minor right 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 so also i have some thoughts some some thoughts about this so emily like okay we'll get to the emily Mm -hmm, freaking out about mm -hmm. this thing but emily talks about all of the things that she can do once she gets this money like how much freedom rory's gonna get and all of this all of this all of this and roar and lorelei at the end of the show and the end of the episode says you lost out on a quarter of a million dollars today one the amount of freedom that 
Emily is talking about, <laughs> $250,000 would not give her that kind of freedom. Right. $250,000 would cover Chilton. It would cover Yale. It would cover Europe. It would get her out on her own for a handful of right. years. But unless she actually hustled, that money's going to run out really soon if right. she does all those things. And also, there's not a chance that that trust fund is only a quarter of a million dollars. Like, I did some mm. research mm-hmm. on what the average trust fund amount is, mm-hmm. and it's it's somewhere between 1.2 and $4 million is the average trust amount, which I was like, that seems right because of how wealthy Gran is and the fact that like, that is really freedom money. Like $4 million at 25. (laughs) Yeah. 1 million even probably at 25. That's not going to, that's not going to set you up for life. Right. If you don't actually get a job and take care of yourself and invest it wisely and spend Mm -hmm. it wisely and stuff like that. But a quarter of a million dollars no. Isn't gonna, I mean, even in 2000 Even in 2000, money. that would do a lot, but it's going to run out really, really quickly. Right. So it's not going to give her this lifelong freedom that Emily's right. freaking out about. I right. was like, so either Emily's over freaking out and yes. Gran is actually being kind of stingy by only giving her a quarter million dollars. <laughs> right. Or Lorelai is like totally wrong and it's actually like two or three million dollars or she didn't even know maybe she didn't even know how much and she that was just her funny way of bringing that up because there's no number that we see discussed there was supposed to be a discussion at t which doesn't happen so yeah i also always wondered like why is there a number it's got to be millions of dollars okay so also this is me being ignorant what is the actual point of a trust fund it's to secure like it's to pass on generational wealth Okay. Um, in a way that makes sure the person gets it, but they don't get it before a certain age. Right. But you also don't have to have died to pass on right. that inheritance. So I think okay. there's like, I don't know all the specifics around like how the taxes work and how all of that stuff works, but it's a way of actually passing on generational wealth okay. before you die. Okay. Yeah. That's a world I don't live in at all. So that's why I was wondering. Um, but You're, the thing- You don't have a trust fund? <laughs> we can't be friends. Always make sure. Um, <laughs> oh no, I almost made Lindsay Spitter coffee out with a quote that's not from this season. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because I guess my next question for Rory in this situation, without really understanding the trust fund, is why didn't Gran just somehow gift her? Because I think there are ways to get around gifting large amounts of, amounts of money to certain mm-hmm. family members. If she just wanted to help her with Chilton specifically, gift her like however much Chilton is. Like, there are ways to get around that stuff, and I think someone with that much wealth could probably figure it out. Well, I think Grant is, like, so done. She's like, I don't want these people touching my money. They're being ridiculous. Yeah, I'll just... No, I know, but I'm saying even when she... I don't mean when she gets angry. I mean when she first brings up the trust fund. I'm like, why is that where you went? Well, because she she says, I was going to set up a trust fund for Rory. Anyway. And I was going to make it... I can make it so she gets it early. Right. Because normally yeah. a standard trust fund you get when you're 25. Right. Um, and also, we have talked about this off mic, is where did this trust fund go? Did she get it? Did she not get it? Because in a year in the life, it seems like it did not happen, unless it was $250,000. Oh, I have hot thoughts about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have hot thoughts about that. We don't need to get into it now, but I'm just saying, like, I again. She, I think she still got it, and we'll talk about that. When we get to your in the life? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, stay tuned for another Four years. So we get to that those episodes. But that was the other thing that I was like, this is established that there was the idea. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe Grand pulled it completely and was like, again, I'm done with all of but you she, people. You don't get money. But Rory. forever. Someone's going to get that money eventually. Not if she leaves it all to Richard or she leaves it all to charities or 
I mean, she doesn't have to leave it to Rory. That's true. I think That's what I mean. I, like, I, but she has. We have no reason to think at this point she has anything against Rory. Yeah, specifically. she still wants Rory to get it. She it's Lorelai and Emily. Lorelai and Emily. <laughs> and so I want to talk about Emily in this because okay. um, this is this fight makes me crazy. Me too. Because Emily is so upset about the trust fund. How can you not see the pitfalls involved in accepting this money? Mom. I mean, you're the one who brags about how special your relationship with Rory is. I I'm stunned that you want to jeopardize it like this. What are you talking about? Well, you know as well as I do that money means freedom. And? If Rory has that money, she won't need you anymore. <sighs> so there's, I have two kind of parallel thoughts in this. One, is this just really shows, this really highlights, one, Emily's insecurity and the, di and the difference between Lorelai and Emily's relationship and Rory and Lorelai's relationship? Yeah. Emily is so sure that money and the need of the other person is what is keeping Lorelai and Rory close. Right. That actually has nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with all of the other dynamics of their mm -hmm. relationship. An and actual how, relationship. And how yes. Emily, how insecure Emily is about her own relationship with Lorelai because... Um, that's the kind of inf anecdotes she uses to like say that this is going to fall apart. Mm -hmm. And also what makes me the most mad is that every time she interacts with Lorelai about it, the fight, the argument that she makes is not actually what she's upset about. Mm -hmm. The thing that she's upset about is what she says when she talks to Richard. If she gets that money, Lorelai will never come back here. Right. Lorelai will never come back here. And so she's so insecure about her own relationship with Lorelai and the fact that like, and she's probably right at this point in time, mm -hmm. I think Lorelai would have and would have not come back if they didn't have this deal. Right. Because we don't have enough like tenure of this relationship mm -hmm. for anything else. So it is a real fear and it probably would have happened. But what em but if Emily would have said that to Lorelai, the conversation could have been different. It could have been healthier. It mm -hmm. could have been it would have been complicated, but it could have been honest and real. And instead, she villainizes Grant. She villainizes the relationship that Lorelai and, and Rory have by like saying, oh, it's only because of this. And right. it's like, actually, you're projecting your own insecurity. Mm -hmm. And so I just it makes me so crazy because she doesn't actually say what's wrong. Right. Which, again, is very Emily. But totally. And what drives me crazy is when they have the discussion at tea before Grant comes back and she's so pleased in such a nasty way that her spiraling out of control affected mm -hmm. Lorelai. And it's it is so mean. And it's and it's yeah, it's so condescending. It's not even just like in a kind way of like, oh, so what I said stuck with you and what mm -hmm. made it's it's very like she's so pleased in mm -hmm. such a gross way. And then she feels bad. But and I she, feel like she's, she turns the corner. She's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'll talk to Richard. Because and like, she oh. realizes how crappy that is, like, yeah. when it actually all falls apart and she gets her way. Yeah. But I do like that Lorelai calls her out and is like, this is just like you, to take something that should be great and twist it into something ugly. Why do you do that? What is wrong with you? I oh, love yeah. That Lorelai Completely. Okay, so are Carnations tacky or retro? Yeah, I, had a I was going <laughs> to ask you the, the question. Carnations tacky What or do you think? I don't like carnations. My sorority symbol mm -hmm. is a carnation. Mm -hmm. That's like our flower and it's on our crest and everything. Mm -hmm. um, so I appreciate it in that context. And so it's like a little bit retro, but like, I think carnations are tacky. See, I don't like them at all. Here's how I would put it. I like carnations because I don't think, and this is going to get like way philosophical in a way that I don't mean it to be, but it's going to sound philosophical. Deep thoughts with Rachel. I don't think a flower itself can be tacky. I think it's, 
Carnations have come to represent tackiness because they're cheaper, mm-hmm. so they're always used in tacky ways. Mm-hmm. Like, and maybe that's it because that I don't, is it. I don't particularly love or hate the way they look, but it's like when they're used. In yeah. ways that they're used, I yeah. guess Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I like carnations because I could buy a bundle and put them in my house, and I'm like, it's still a fresh, pretty flower. Mm-hmm. I can and never... I guess a bunch of them by themselves would probably be really pretty. Yeah, because they're just flowers. I mean, yeah. the, the the thing that drives me crazy is that I took a, I took a floral design class of in college. Yep, of course you did. <laughs> as, as a, um, when I was doing my AA, mm-hmm. which I loved. Of course. And we were told that the flowers coming out of any kind of vase, should always be at least one and a half times taller than the vase. Mm-hmm. So carnations are usually chopped to where it's literally no stem or little stem right above the, the mm-hmm. little vase they're in. And that's what makes them look tacky. Every time we go to Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. they have this one little sad carnation that's cut to where like literally just the the flower part is like laying on the top oh, of the vase. that's so sad. And that's Our tacky. Alstroemeria, which I know you love. I love Alstroemeria. Mm-hmm. But see, that's tacky. Like carnation, it's not carnation. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> philosophical. The flower itself is not tacky. They have just been put in a bad light. <laughs> <laughs> They've been used poorly by tacky people. So let's re- let's reclaim. You're tacky and I hate you. Yes, let's reclaim the carnation, reclaim everybody. Reclaim the carnation. <laughs> All right. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you consider Shakespeare to be a wise man? Considering my first tattoo is a quote from Shakespeare and considering I feel like there are quotes that are very wise, mm-hmm. maybe? See, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, maybe he was. I don't know enough about Shakespeare. I would say he um, wrote things that I've were wise. I never really thought about it, but okay. I kind of think of, I don't think of him as the kind of person I would go to for life advice. I, I see him as an artist. Like he's an artist who tells stories and like yeah. makes people think. So like maybe the fact that he had an ability to like get people to think and entertain them and tell good stories. Yeah. But I don't know that like, wisdom is what I take away from Shakespeare. Not only that, yeah, I don't his think... His characters are a mess. Everything's yeah, a mess yeah, all the time. Yeah. And everyone's killing each other and sleeping with their moms. <laughs> like, that's not wise. Okay, so yeah, I wouldn't say I would think he's a wise man. I think there are quotable things from his plays that could be construed as wise. Which, no, I don't think makes him necessarily a wise man. He's a good writer. Yeah, Let's talk about uh, Paris showing up at Rory's house. Yeah, <laughs> so cute. I love it. I don't know what to wear. Ever? <laughs> <laughs> and I love that she shows up with this stack of clothes, and it's not that really that big of a stack of clothes. She's like, I brought everything. But she goes to a private school, and we know she's not a fashionista, well, so I that's know, probably all like, of her clothes. I know, and which it's is all great. like beige. It is it's very all beige. beige. God bless Paris. Black. I love her. And then just the, the comment of, My mother says the color pink makes my head look small. Well, it just makes me so, it's like, reminds me of how sad it is for Paris because Mm -hmm. her mom is mean to her. Yeah. Mean. Like mean, not just not interested. Actively mean. Actively mean. Mm -hmm. Says mean things to her about her appearance and all of her person. And it's, oh my gosh, it's just so funny. I love that they just go raid Lorelai's Mm -hmm. closet and Rory just knows that it's not going to be a big deal and Lorelai's not going to care. Right. And the fact that she goes to Rory because, yeah, yeah, she knows Madeline Louise, like, you're going to be fine, you're not going to throw up thing. (laughs) I do love that she has note cards. Have you ever, like, felt the need to take note cards with you for, like, to make sure you had stuff to talk about with somebody? 
No. Or have you ever known anybody who's actually done that? Because you see it in shows all the time. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever actually met well, someone. Well, I, I think the logistics of it would be tricky because how would you be like, read them without them? them seeing them? Like, yeah, no. But it does seem very Paris, obviously. Totally. And I, wa- I want to know what the one about the Spanish Inquisition <laughs> is. Because, I mean, there's not going to be any, like lighthearted conversation about no. the Spanish Inquisition. I'm just curious what it is that she was like, oh, See, I this was, is the date material. I was wondering if that was a sly Monty Python joke. Because Monty Python, which I don't know it, I only know it from the movie Sliding Doors, mm-hmm. but Monty Python apparently has like a skit about the Spanish Inquisition. Well, I didn't expect a kind of Spanish Inquisition. And so I was wondering from the writing perspective of the show, if that's supposed to be funny, but also on brand for Paris, Well, I I can see them doing a nod to it, but it's like, I can also see Paris writing something about Spanish Inquisition. (laughs) Works on both levels. This is the date. What else do you have? Okay. um, Oh, I've got a what are you wearing? Oh, good. What are you wearing? Um, Not on the negative side. Good side. Uh I love Lorelai's black dress when when they go to dinner to meet Gran. Mm -hmm. It was basically kind of like a... um, because it's got a collar and buttons and cuffs on the sleeve. So it's like a, like a shirt dress, like a, button a shirt, shirt dress, dress, but not a t-shirt dress, yeah. but it's a little fancier. It's like a step up from mm-hmm. that. It's just super cute. And I also love what's been going on with Lorelai's hair. I don't mm-hmm. know, it's just in a great season right now. <laughs> and I love at the end, Grand's embroidered jacket when they're uh-huh. tea. I think that yes. jacket is so cool. It I'm always cool. like, that is awesome. I would wear that. I would wear that too. <laughs> I, I wouldn't like, wear it with like what No, what? With. No, but the but embroidery like, is so with like cool. A t-shirt and cool jeans. Yes. Oh my gosh, the water bra. You can borrow my water bra. Excuse me? My water bra. It's like a padded bra, but it's filled with some sort of liquid, so it moves. It moves? Yes. On its own? Do you remember the water oh, bra? Oh, totally. I remember water bras. I wanted one so bad. <laughs> that seems scary. And what if it pops? Like, Yeah, it was thing? a very funny thing. And I love, yeah, I love the it moves on its own. And my only, like, connection to the water bra is when I, my first job, I worked at Carson's, Carson Perry okay. Scott rip and I worked in the back and we had to like we were the ones who took all the clothes out of the boxes and put them on hangers so we had to ink tag things that were high value or whatever Mm -hmm. and water bras were one we had to do and we always hated ink tag items and they were things like Tommy Hilfiger and Nautica which are so of the time too but water bras were one because they were I guess they were highly stealable which Mm -hmm. bras are easy to steal not that I know from experience because I don't but I had friends who did you're not a bra heister Um, I'm not a bra heister I wasn't that cool Um, (laughs) does that make you cool I don't know it makes you like edgy edgy for (laughs) heisting bras (laughs) yeah I don't know I was a good kid I'm still a good kid yeah rip rip. I don't think they make them anymore oh for obvious reasons probably they probably did pop or like freeze or like how do you wash that like we just had weather that was oh. like negative, like the high was negative one. Yeah. If I'd be going to my car in the morning, like if my hair was still wet, because mm-hmm. I didn't leave with wet hair, my hair would instantly freeze. Mm-hmm. So let's let's tease this out. Yeah. It's, it wasn't water. It was like a gel. Let's tease but this still. out, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's 2000. <laughs> you are a hot girl yep. that lives in downtown Chicago. Okay. Okay. And you're going out mm-hmm. with your friends. Yeah. Okay. So when I lived in the city and we would go out, yeah. like coats are a nightmare. Oh, in yeah. In a bar. Even when it was super cold, yeah. unless we knew we were going to be walking mm-hmm. for more than a block or two, we just wouldn't bring a coat. Yeah. So you're a hot girl. <laughs> you're wearing your water bra. <laughs> and you're not really wearing much of a coat. Mm-hmm. And it is negative five out. Mm-hmm. 
do your boobs freeze? Right. How long till the water bra freezes? How long till your boobs are frozen? And then you're like, this was a bad idea. And then it's like, all of a sudden you've got these like ice rocks (laughs) in your cute top that then have to thaw. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not, that doesn't move on its own. (laughs) That would be a disaster. So hot girls, (sighs) watch out out for the water bras and the negative temperatures, everybody. Um, How's that for life advice? Yeah. What annoying. Okay. So here's a question for you. What annoying cranberry song do you think Lorelai's talking about? I have my mother's voice stuck in my head. It's like that annoying cranberry song. In your head, in your head. Zombie. In your head, in your head. Zombie, zombie. Think so? Oh, absolutely. You don't think it's dreams? Like that cranberry, like that annoying cranberry song. It says in your head, in it. Oh, I thought she, wow, you literally just blew my mind on a 24-year-old <laughs> quote. Because what I thought she meant was a song that gets stuck in your head like it's a small world. Oh, uh, yeah, but but I thought she meant I like really, dreams because dreams was everywhere. I like the cranberries. I so like I, I love zombie. Yeah, and love so, that song. But the whole song, oh, like she says in your head over and over. She again. does. Oh my gosh, that's not how I took it. I took it to be like it's, it's like that the annoying one joke that I've understood for twenty five <laughs> years. <laughs> okay, so I thought it was dreams, and I always thought like that's mean because that's a good song, but it was everywhere. It was in every movie, so every zombie. TV shows. Not as much as Dreams, though. Dreams was like in My So-Called Life and You've Got Mail. It was used everywhere. But it it was like all over the radio and stuff. Yeah, it was. Okay, wow. So that was an enlightenment moment for me because i that's not what I ever thought it was. Rip Dolores. Mm, Such a good band. Yeah, they were good. Okay, so I have a coffee count. Okay. I have three. Hang on. I did this, I think. (laughs) Nope, I did one. I wrote one down. Okay. So I Um, I trust you. Whatever Yeah, at school, at school, and at the end. Uh Ooh, okay, pop culture, literal pop culture thing. We had a surprise one with Lindsay a couple minutes ago. But, okay, so Gaslight. I have to change and go to tea with Gran and the cast of Gaslight. Here's what's so funny. We all have to cast our minds back to 2000 because Gaslight is such a common phrase now and everybody knows what it means. Mm -hmm. Back when this came out, I mean, the movie's literally, I think, from the 40s. Mm-hmm. And it may have been a play or a book. I don't know. I'd have to play. Google. Play. At the time, it was not. It did not mean what it meant now. But Well, it did, but people just didn't have a context for that's it. That's what I'm saying. But it's so funny that Lorelai, this is not the only time that this show mentions Gaslight mm-hmm. in a way that is that was like ahead of its time, I think. Because that was the first place I ever heard those terms. And so when gaslighting started being a term that people use for what it is now, mm-hmm. I knew it from Gilmore Girls. Yeah. but Which I think is so funny because this was 24 years ago. Like the term for what it is now, it came from that play. Oh, it did. Definitely. And But it's such a good description of what Emily does. She like oh, yeah. <laughs> causes problems and then says it's Lorelai's fault. Right, exactly, so, like, exactly. I get why they talk about it all the time and they don't do it with the way that we would just name like, this is gaslighting, please stop doing that. Yeah. Like, R- Lorelai names it, but like- In in naming the movie. Like, su- like yes. subtly, yeah. Which so I think funny. is so funny too, is it's like the term Stan. I just saw an Instagram post that somebody explained where the term Stan came from. And I was like, oh, the fact that like, there are people alive who don't know that that came from the Eminem song. Like, if you're a so-and-so stan, mm. like, I'm a Taylor Swift stan. Mm-hmm. Like, that. same thing with Gaslight. Do people, I wonder if people who 
like, do they know where that came from or do they just know what it means? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, do they know that it is connected to this movie slash play that was about a man who made his wife think she was crazy? <laughs> like, I mean, I think if you try to figure out what that one's like, because the definition is so closely tied to the plot. I think if you try to get a definition of like, what does it mean to gaslight? Yeah. Like it like quickly links to right. that. Especially play. because the term gaslight is such like... It's like a specific, it doesn't mean what it means. Well, not only that, it's so, it's it's tech, like technologically even an old term for like uh-huh. lights in the walls that had gas going to them with flames. Well, that's <laughs> what I mean. so it's old. Like, <laughs> if you said gaslighting, you would have no idea what that actually meant. If yeah. You, Parsed the words apart. Right. Yeah. I just like it. <laughs> I just like it. I don't know. I just think it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. I love like, it. Like, retroactively, we all know what this means. But at 24 years ago, we were like, the cast of Gaslight, what does that mean? That's my point. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been to a proper high tea? No, but I think you have, right? No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't? I would love to go to a high tea. I don't like tea that I much. I love tea. Okay. Like, You'd probably love a high tea then. I would love a high tea. Yeah. I would love to go to a high tea. Um, I just don't know where you even get a, uh, a proper high tea. But oh, I, I'm sure there's places I, I in wrote, the city. I, I love tea and sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I what I always think of is the rose tea, because you always say the line about... That's not really tea, is it? It's like rose petals and hot water. More like a bad floral arrangement. Because I do, I like, I actually like rose petal tea. Yeah. I have rose petals at home that I've used That's to so like funny. either make blends or yeah. um, make rose petal tea because I like it. Mm-hmm. It is just a bad floral arrangement because it's literally like dried, dead rose petals in hot in water. water. Yeah. Women shouldn't drive. What? <laughs> what? Gran, you are a strong, independent woman. You are the most fiercely independent, opinionated woman oh, on line. this show. Women shouldn't drive. Why shouldn't women drive? <laughs> I've ordered a car. Women shouldn't drive. And I just drove, what? <laughs> what? Gran. Oh, I love that. I love when she's, and I think it's in the same scene when she's like, I shall die soon, you know. Um, I do like the fight she has with Michelle over the computer. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to pinch you so bad right now. And it's just like, I felt that. Yep. Which also seems like very 2000s because, A, they've got the old Mac. Mm-hmm. Which, Apple, you can take this idea and run with it if you'd like. I feel like what they should do is bring back the cool laptop like Rory got for her 16th mm-hmm. birthday. I feel like they should bring back that desktop and just give it new insides. But give us that old, cool, retro look. Like, can you imagine a, like, a MacBook Pro that looked like the one Rory got for her oh birthday? I would, I would buy that in a hot minute. So Apple, when yep. you make that idea, I would love for my royalty check to come through for yeah. me and Rachel. That or just would give be me a free great. product. I'd take that too. Same. That'd be fine. Um, also the double click, the whole conversation about double click, which mm-hmm. I think is funny now, but but like in 2000, that probably would have had yep. to kind of be a conversation. You have to click twice to double click. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining us this week. Um, and next week we'll be talking about... Season 1, Episode 19, Emily in Wonderland, Mm, which is a fun one. As always, rate, review, subscribe, like, follow, whatever, all those words. Email us. Oh, yeah, sorry. Email us at gilmorepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at gilmorepod. If you leave us a review and want a Gilmord sticker, go ahead and, like, screenshot it or whatever and email it to us or DM us, and I will send you a Gilmord sticker with some Gilmore Girls stationery in the mail because we love mail, we love libraries, we love all things paper and stickers and sparkles because i still live in 2000 if i'm honest (laughs) so thanks for listening we will leave you with the wise words of mrs kim boys Boys don't don't like funny funny girls. girls